Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. Yes, indeed. Great to have your company here uh, this evening, this morning. I, I don't know where you are, what you're doing. In, in your book club that you're welcome to join. Did you yes. guys like the book club? I just feel like you weren't as enthusiastic as what I would hope. I'm, I did not like it, but I'm going to be honest yeah. and say I'm not a book club guy. Yep. Mm. Okay. You're a solitary you. reader. I'm yeah. going to get you into book club. I'm going <laughs> to get a different book because I'm not into book club either. I've started to go to many of them and I haven't really been invited uh, back because I forgot to read throughout the week. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're hard. Some people go through a book a week. <clears throat> Some people can do a book a day. Oh, it's impressive, mm. but not me. Yeah. I've got to see all the pictures in my head. It takes a while to load them all. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm the same with uh, like TV shows. I don't binge a whole book in one day, mate. Mm. No. And I might lose interest mm. as well, or I might come back to it. I, mm. I don't know. But the, mm. the book we're doing for our book club is Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. For now. Once we for finish now. that book, I'm going to get you guys a different book. <clears throat> oh, I thought girls were stupider because they come from Jupiter. <laughs> if you can get me that book, I'll read it to you, okay? <laughs> what is that rhyme? Is it a kid? Um, I don't know. Girls. I never heard that before. Uh, Eden sung it. Boys are stupider, they come from Jupiter. Girls are smart, they come from Mars or, so, or something, something like that. that. I'll ask her. Mm. She's a little feminist, my daughter. Is she? Yeah, her favourite song is Taylor Swift, The Man. Uh, yeah. Mm. She's really... Um, she saw Barbie too, it. didn't she? Yeah, mm-hmm. she saw Barbie. Mm. Yep. And she hates me. <laughs> so <laughs> three, three plus three. She might not Six. be a feminist. She might be a, <laughs> a woman. <laughs> hey, big show. We'll get into it. Let's uh, roll it. Here is our podcast. Stav, Abby, and Matt, the B one hundred and five Breakfast Show. Welcome to Abby's Book Club for men. Have you guys ever been to a book club? Do we? Look, <laughs> do we scream book club? Do we? Yes, no, we you can. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Okay. I know you haven't been to a book club, and I haven't been invited to too many because I am dyslexic and I don't read that often. You tried um, to get me into one, and then you didn't like the book, so you stopped. And did you stay in the club? Yeah, I'm the other chief. Still there. <laughs> it was just him. It was just him and I. I wanted to read more. We'll yeah. get back into it. But I have been invited to a few different ones. Uh, the first one that we we're doing, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. So that yeah. was quite weird. Mm. Um, but you all sort of you go and read your book mm. during that week, and they read. A in a week and then you come together and then you have like drinks and food and nibbles and then you'll talk about the book and sometimes you'll go around a circle and read a passage from the book so that's what we're going to do here and that this all started because um dylan uh conway who, who he came in he's doing a guinness book of World Record. records uh, to see how long he can read. He wants to read non-stop without sleep or food for six, six days. Six days. And he brought us in some second-hand He's doing it out books. loud, by the way. So yeah. I thought, how is he going to prove that he's reading in his head? He could just pretend to read. He's still going. But, Lauren, yeah. but no, he's he's reading it out loud. He brought me books. in. Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus, which has to be the most famous book of like he said, she said. But I've never mm. read it before. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was, it was the secret of its day. Like you could not get away from it. Yeah, John Gray is the author, and I can't even think when it was published, because it's been 92? Yeah. Yeah, and it's just been republished. But I opened up to a certain page, and I was like, wow, (laughs) that was insightful. It still is insightful. So I thought, why don't we just read out a bit of a passage, just so that you guys can... I've got a funny feeling here <laughs> no, that well. this is going to be against us. I'm going to guess she's only read the us. man part. So I, as, as this book club goes, yeah. I'm from her face, yeah. she's found something yeah. that 
uh, solidifies one of her beliefs. Her it's not my belief. Yeah, it's, yeah. It was all the girls out there were like, John Gray has written it, but it's not. It's just so that we can understand each other better. And I was like, I think, just, just read, boys. It's okay. not what you do. You don't say Don't it. offer an opinion. Just read. No, you can offer oh, an opinion. Oh, we can opinion. offer an opinion. Okay. All right. So am I reading? Yes, you start. Okay. Start from the top. Oh, do I have to read something? Uh-huh. Yes. Little the book things, club. Little things make a big difference. There are a variety of ways a man can score points with his partner without having to do much. It's a matter of redirecting the energy and attention he is already giving. Most men already know about many of these things, but don't bother to do them because they don't realize how important the little things are to a woman. Some men may start out in a relationship doing the little things, but have done them once or twice and stop. Through some mysterious instinctive force, they begin to focus their energies on doing one big thing for their partner. They neglect to do all the little things that are necessary for a woman to feel fulfilled in their relationship. To fulfill a woman, a man needs to understand what she needs to feel loved and supported. What do you think about that, Matt? Not enough shooting. What do you mean? What enough what? I like a bit of action in my books. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Are you saying we we need to do more stuff? No, they're actually saying that men sort of feel like they need to do one or two big gestures. So you need to give a big car, you know, or you've got to build a house or take them on this great holiday. So you do. So all, don't do any of that. They're Should saying I cancel Bali uh, in July? if you want to, yeah, because they're really? basically saying that forget all the big gestures because you're putting all your energy into that. Do the little things. And you used to do the little things when you started a relationship, Mm. all those little nice things. But now you think that women don't want those. Mm. So you're trying to do the big things. And they're like, no, no, no. We just want a lot of the little things. Mm. So they're saying to score points with the opposite sex. And it's different, I guess, for men. You just need to make sure that you're doing the little things. Right. So they've given a list of 101 ways to score points with women of Mm. the little gestures. Right. And I was like, geez, I feel that. I only, I only did a few of them. Right. So you can start reading out some of them, Matt. These are 101 ways to score points with a woman. Spend more time with your mates. <laughs> Matt, was that, hi- was that highlighted? Was that highlighted? Uh, I know you're not good at reading, but let's start from... Could- <laughs> Take up golf. <sighs> One. <clears throat> Upon returning home, find her first before doing anything else and give her a hug. Yeah. Two. Ask her uh, specific questions about her day that indicate an awareness of what she was planning to do. So as in like, how did you go with the doctor's appointment today? Or how did you go with that cow at work? You know, that's whatever it is you're talking about for you. (laughs) Uh, Resist the temptation to solve her problems. Empathize instead. Uh So do not give opinions and do not tell a woman just so don't ever say, why don't you just talk to them about it? It's probably not that big of a deal. Yeah. I, I reckon you guys would do this anyway, mm. if I'm being honest. I think mm. you guys are really in tune. You would do it. But it, it seems like basic stuff. But yeah. I feel like you guys focus on having to do these big things that put too much pressure on yourselves. Mm. Give her 20 minutes of unsolicited equality attention. I mean, this is, it was written in the 90s, so don't read the newspaper. <laughs> don't read the newspaper. <laughs> well, that's, don't, don't be distracted by your phone. Yeah. yeah this is why I like number number seven. Oh, well, we skipped a few. Plan a date several days in advance rather than waiting for Friday night and ask her what she wants to do. Compliment yeah. her on the way she looks. Mm-hmm. I found I can really turn Esther on by deciding what to cook for dinner. Yes. If she doesn't have to, yeah. which I hate doing, to be honest, yeah. that's the worst thing in the world. But if you go, hey... I bought meat today at the butcher. Yeah. So she, good. She quivers. So that's such a little thing as well. Because mm. it's not like going, I'm going to cook dinner. What do you want? 
What? Mm. I don't ask you what you want every day. Just put it on the table. <laughs> this is a good one. Take pictures of her on special occasions. Uh. <laughs> yeah, every holiday montage estimates she's never in it. Yeah. Yes, I know. We <laughs> like you look like the amazing single dads yeah. taking the kids on holidays. Yeah, I'm like, do. I'm not in any of the photos. <laughs> so, like, when it's a kid's birthday, you know, take out a camera and take some photos of them. Mm. It's it's just easy. But yeah. I just go, I feel like that a lot of guys just feel like, I don't know what she wants. So you focus on those big things that you have to do and you forget about the little things, which quite frankly are easier to do. That's Correct. true. All right. Take less time. Yeah. You guys can bring a book to the table if you want. How do we feel about graphic novels? <laughs> <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. It's your life. You can do what you want, people. You know, with your relationships, it's up to you. But we were just finding it really hard as friends of someone who went through a breakup because it was like, damn, it just happened. Mm. And obviously that means that you're not that close. But you know when you know people to catch up, whether it's the kids go to school together or, you know, the kids go to sport, Mm. and then all of a sudden they've got a new partner and you're like, whoa, I wasn't aware of that. And that's because on socials it's like they posted a happy photo of their family all together, and we're like, yeah, cool, that's cool. And then the next photo was four months later, and it's like a soft launch of a new partner. Mm, yeah. And you're like, what's going on? And Scotty finds it really hard because he likes, I don't know why, a man that doesn't remember details really likes to commit to names. Yeah, right. You know, and they're like, sorry, that's not my name. And I'm like, well, just don't mention names. Just go with bud or mate. Yeah. You know, make it a little bit easier. <laughs> but he was saying, you know, and um, are, are you guys going away and kept talking about them as a couple? And they were like... Scott, we've broken up. Mm. And he's like, oh. And it's like, at that point, just say, Scott, oh, that's, sorry to hear that. Hope you're okay. But he goes into Who cheated on who? He goes into his whole like, no, you're kidding. And then after, (laughs) he was like looking and he goes, oh, God, they're posting about a new partner. And I was like, that's fine for them because they've gone through that breakup privately. Yeah. Or maybe that family photo was them not together. Mm. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like, is there some sort of way that you can let people know? Because now in socials, it's a bit. What do you what do you think that is? Do you think that's people not wanting to admit that they've broken up or I don't not... know. Like how do you do it? You don't have to do a post. It might be mm. a little bit ewy to do a post saying, Hey, you know, mm. just letting you know we've consciously uncoupled. Because they're not a celebrity. No. Well, the good so old days <laughs> of Facebook, you'd update um, your status yeah. and go, uh, we're complicated in a relationship and single. Mm. So you just uh, and then everyone would get it in their feed. Yes. Everyone was on Facebook. The job was done. Yep. Move, Move on. on. I found out that Esther and I had broken up when she updated her status yes. and I came to work and everyone told me. And I, I went, wish oh. that we didn't like that post because that was bad <laughs> that of us to do that. And Stab and I was. feel bad, yeah. okay? Yeah. 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 And Sorry. writing you'll yeah. do better, yeah. Esther, was probably <laughs> yeah. too far. Yeah. Because yeah. she didn't. She <laughs> came back. <laughs> crawling, <laughs> crawling back. But, but I don't, you don't have to, but I just feel like there should be some sort of post that you can just universally, like, you know, you just put on a, a different tile, mm. you know, on your Instagram. Like a, just the colour red. Yeah. Oh, and you go, no, oh, okay. green, because you're back out there. I guess. Mm. So that everybody knows. Because that way, because, yeah, that way the couple gets to deal with it. They're fine with it. Mm-hmm. And you have to start going through all the seven stages of grief if you're that close and they're already out of it. Yeah, they, they've moved on. Yeah. But you're like, we're not ready to move I'm on. I'm not moving on. No. And then it looks like to us, it looks like that's too soon. But it's not too soon mm. because they've probably had a year to break up. Mm. But for us, the photos might be two weeks apart and you're like, well, that's not appropriate. Yeah, it's rude <laughs> See, is what it is. I, I haven't had my moment to grieve their relationship. It's rude. And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but it's got nothing if, to do with me, no, so I have to remind but myself. But they've put their relationship on you. Mm. So if they never wanted that, don't introduce me to your husband. 
Mm, you know what oh, I mean? Like oh. you've they've brought you, like it's, in all seriousness. You, that's when you break up with someone mm. or you break up a marriage, or whatever. That is the uncomfortable part that you have to accept. You've brought all these people and connected all these people. Yeah. Yeah. Now you've got to let everyone know yeah, and my, work my out how you how you hang out with each other. Yeah. yeah. Wife sadly passed away, and when they got someone new, I was like, oh, I'm not ready. Mm. And I was like, it's got nothing to do with me. Mm. But at the same time, we were like, no, we want to put you in that box of you and your wife still together forever. Yeah. Mm. And they have a right to move on, but you're like... And he wants to go in this box here that he mm. brought to the Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> and he is, but yeah. I wasn't ready. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you got to think about the other people around you <laughs> while you're breaking up, please. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Like if I came in I, um, and just said, hey, I've been uh, living in an apartment for a month, that'd freak you guys out, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, even I can't you, believe you, this worked out this way, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I see cat on cruise ships a lot, so that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, correct. 100%. You know? yeah. yeah. You'd be like, oh, we're having some dramas, or uh, yeah. Manny, can I come stay in I your guess mansion? Day, <laughs> <laughs> I guess this day you do go through it, though, because I was thinking about it. Like, if you if one of us did break up, mm. it's like, do you do I still message Esther? I mean, sorry, let me phrase Do I still message you? you? <laughs> <laughs> So you got to yeah. you got to pick a you side. Pick I don't think side. you have to. But yeah, yes you do. <laughs> are you kidding me? I don't have to pick a side. It's war. Yeah, it's, what are you Russia or Ukraine? You have to you pick have a to, side. Yeah. Well, what about you if you cannot be in the middle? But if you guys have amicably broken up, he you would still not do should that. pick my side. <laughs> I wouldn't. You would not pick my side. Would you pick my side? Yeah, of course I'd Through pick your default, side. you wouldn't want to. You, you don't know that. We'd go That's camping funny. and you'd have to put it up put up my tent. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it's fine. It's not fine. It wouldn't be fine. I don't think you'd invite me. See, you would you would say that you would take his side, but you'd still be sneakily texting Esther on the I couldn't on the cut side. off my friendship with Esther. You wouldn't expect that of me. You would expect that of me. He would. See, you want he would. me to come in here five days a week, look you in the eye at four thirty in the morning. Crying with knowing, your bloodshot eyes. Knowing <laughs> as my wife yeah. has taken half my super, gone to France with my children <laughs> and is banging some twenty six year old who's more fitter and more attractive and more successful than me. We oui, oui. You want me to look you in the eyes <laughs> knowing that you're thumbs upping her photos no, on Instagram. I'm not, I feel sweaty answering this, but I don't you're know. A I, it's a hypothetical, <laughs> and I don't know why you'd put me in this situation. I would wait for Esther she to text me. She left me for a younger man. <laughs> what about if you left her then? I know that would never happen, but you would want me not to be friends with her? Yes. Yes. <laughs> not going to happen. Oh, okay, fine. It's a hypothetical, so yes. But if she texts oh, I me. I don't want your pity support. <laughs> <laughs> if she texts me, I could text back. Esther would have to reach out to me first. Who are you picking? Oh, I was so happy to just stay <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, that's why I could see you sitting in the corner. <laughs> what about if Scott... Well, okay, we broke I up. Take, I take you. I take you. It doesn't sound I'm like it with your high-pitched voice. I'm staying at your house. I, you have to I choose. have to take you. I have to take you. <laughs> in your spare room. <laughs> Would you... If Scott messaged you and say, hey, do you want to catch up for a beer? What, you'd block him? Say no. Well, you're a dog. You uh, hurt, you hurt my girl. What about if I left him? Still, I have to hate him. By default. Okay. That's what friends do. Okay. I would... It just feels wrong. I would hate Esther too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we were going to ask people to call here, weren't we? <laughs> we were. What were we going to ask? I don't again? know. Oh, I think I that's right. It's definitely got to be about picking did, did sides. You, no, no. <laughs> How did you pick sure. sides? Yeah. I think that's a good... Like, I, I don't know if you... 
if you didn't pick sides, do you have to secretly have a relationship with the other person? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Radio. So what do we want to ask? How you how you how did you pick sides? sides? Yeah, yeah. In the breakup. When your friends broke up, how did you pick sides, or did you have to pick sides? Okay, righto. Because uh, then you just have to have two barbecues, or you'd have to invite someone saying, just so you know, I'm really sorry, Maddie. Um, we would love you to come, but just letting you know that Esther is bringing the kids and a new boyfriend, and a new boyfriend. who's 26, and then they're going off to Paris. Make sure you bring a plate. How, <laughs> how did you pick the side of your friend's breakup? All right, Hannah and Greenbank, picking sides. It's a tricky business. How did you do it? Yeah, so my um, sister and her partner broke up. Mm-hmm. Um my partner was very close with him, um, so even so, like he was in our wedding party. Mm-hmm. Um, so they broke up before our wedding, and we had to kind of go, "Hey, look, uh, it's probably not appropriate that you're part of the wedding." Oh. Um, partner didn't like husband now didn't like that very much, but um, he still has beers with him every so often, and they still catch up. <laughs> Um, so basically I chose my sister's side and he stayed Switzerland. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess he was Switzerland because he didn't used to tell her that he would catch up with him for a beer. No, so she's aware, like she knows that they still talk and they still catch up. We Mm. just don't talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Why did they split? Um, I think it was just a little bit of sticky behind the scenes stuff. Um, but yeah, it was just a matter of, they both decided, look, it wasn't right. And they... It up. They were together for three or four years, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. So Do you think it's a reason why you broke up? Is what important. side you can pick? Well, I think if if infidelity comes into it, uh. maybe it changes things. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if there was anything like that going on, but mm-hmm. she didn't really say. But yeah, it was just a bit of we decided to go separate ways, and he was like, "But he's my mate, and I need to be with him." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're in that situation with your husband. In what? Way. <laughs> well, way? Scotty. Infidelity. And you're just telling me now. <laughs> no, no, no. Scotty is friends with all your brothers. That's how you met him. Yeah. So if you split up. The brothers would take his side. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I've always made that clear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. He would have to stay friends with them because I, they knew Scott before me. Well, that's your own rule. No, no, they know me, sorry. But like, I mean, what I'm saying was they've been friends with Scott before <laughs> I met Scott. Yeah. So they've been friends all during like early high school. Yeah. So your brothers are still allowed to be friends with Scotty? Well, we would go away, I guess, at Christmas time and he'd bring his new girlfriend and everyone else would be okay with it but me. would be like, come on, it's Scotty. Because as <laughs> yeah. they say, Scott's more fun to be around. Yeah. To my face. So... <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. I get it. You hold on but to around that, every fun guy is a responsible person picking up the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Picking sides when your friends break up. Anonymous, how did you do it? I'm going to currently still. It's been 12 months, but um, my sister, they got together pretty early when they were like 14. Mm-hmm. And they've been together for like 15 years. And I get a phone call out of blue about 12 months ago from the from my sister's partner saying, look, I think it's going to end, but I don't want to end our relationship and um, we're good mates. And if I had a wedding coming up, I probably would choose him as the best man. So, but, what did, does she know? Your sister still know that you're still good friends? Well, I don't know about if we're good friends anymore because there's a bit more to the story based on. So a month later after the phone call they've done it a week later we turn up at a event together as we do every year for the last 10 years mm. and he brings another girl 
mm. that he didn't tell me about. Mm. And he goes, oh, no, we're just friends, we're just friends, we've only just met. And then one day after the event, Facebook official, here they are in a relationship. Yeah, right. so, but that's more that he wasn't really good mate to you either by giving you the heads up and being honest and letting you know about that. That's correct. So that's why my conversation with him was, you are. You said you want to be friends. You said you're going to do the right thing by my sister in the split. And then he are with a new new girl that you didn't tell me about. Mm. Um, and so it sort of wrecked everything because we used to go to a lot more events without my sister. Yeah. And, yeah. Now those events, through the year, I've sort of made excuses not to go to because I don't want to have those awkward conversations. Yeah. Or it's just changed everything. Yeah. yeah. They don't think about you, do they? <laughs> do they? Well, that's, no, no consideration. That's right. so we'll that's just break right. up willy-nilly. Don't worry about the shattered people we leave behind. <laughs> that's true. Stav, Abby and Matt, a B105 breakfast show. Is it the end of the world as we know it? Maddie, did I hear earlier that you've uh, planned a trip to Bali later on in the year? Yes, going in the June, July holidays. Ooh. Cancel it? Sorry. Sorry to tell you. He doesn't need to cancel it. You got anything coming up? Life. You, you're, cancel you're, that? You're going to Bali too, aren't you? We're, We're there the same time as you. Ooh. Did you and Esther plan that? No. <laughs> it's doubtful. What a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, we were going to do the whole like we, oh, you guys yeah. wear the same shirt, you know that, that video. <laughs> Hilarious! It's not going to happen. Okay, all right, here we go. You love this. You love it. Remember zombie apocalypse? Do you still believe that's happening, or have you moved on from that? It could happen, and you have to be prepared. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, don't want to be stuck with your pants down in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. Why? Was Speak it? for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but overnight, this occurred today. The members of the Science and Security Board moved the hands of the doomsday clock forward, largely, though not exclusively, because of the mounting dangers in the war in Ukraine. We moved the clock forward the closest it has ever been to midnight. It is now 90 seconds to midnight. 90 well, seconds like to a midnight. Band name, it, it does, it does. isn't it? It's very cool. Now, that is a doomsday clock, which shows how much uh, terror and... Uh... Oh, oh, there it is. It's the oh. a virus that's going to get out. Is that what it is? I've got it first. <laughs> oh, I always get it first. It was set up in 1947 by a bunch of scientists, including Albert Einstein, when so wait, the atomic wait. Um, bomb was created as a signal of how close we are to destruction. And that was set at 7 to midnight. So they've got their own website. Yeah. Okay. They, they meet just, up annually. Okay. It just they says, look like a hoot. I watch, would love to go to their Christmas party. Watch the doomsday <laughs> clock announcement. Yeah. Yep. Okay. They, move, they move it annually. And they're all volunteers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and this is you the, can donate. Why haven't you donated? Because you've only got 90, 90 seconds, seconds to go. <laughs> <laughs> no point in donating. Yeah. So can I, all right, so what they do is they get together all, I guess, the threats, and obviously war is one of those big ones, and yeah. then what do they do? What sort of information do they all calculate? All right, so a group of experts, including 13 Nobel laureates, determine where the hands of clock should be based on world events. Now, they've only just started taking into consideration environmental. It always used to just be um, wars and famine and What things. about douches that live? Like, do they take Andrew Tate and put him into the equation? I and imagine say... so they do, yes. But they don't just do one, it's not just one event. So, for example, uh. it didn't move when 9-11 happened, but then after that, all that started, and terrorism and Osama bin Laden, it moved because of the the event forced it to move, but not the actual, didn't move on the day of the event. What's the purpose what I mean. of it? To show everyone, hey, calm stop. down. Yeah, calm down. 
Yeah. Have What's we ever, the furthest have we away? Ever been 59 minutes? Yeah. To That's what I meant. No, like the a... furthest it's ever been away was 17 minutes, and that was in 1991 at the, when the Cold War ended and Russia and America signed a treaty okay. to stop nuclear. I said that's a good time. Yeah. 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 Well, in its time, because sometimes it stays still, it doesn't move, but in its time since 1947, it's moved backwards eight times and it's moved forward 17 times. But this is the closest it's ever been to midnight. Wow. So the sea. Okay. So we're going to have to do a ball drop and do all that again. (laughs) (laughs) Is Ryan Seacrest going to be there? Is he going to count it down? Ryan Carey's going to perform. I don't think the scientists would be interested in that. I don't don't know about. (laughs) Five, four, three, two, one. Boom. Bye. You got any New Year's resolutions? I think you missed the point of the party. (laughs) Yeah. So keep an eye on it. Something to keep an eye on. You know, yep. 90 seconds to midnight. Gee, they do look like fun, all these people. Don't they look like a, yeah. a, a fun bunch of guys So I think the CEO of it, um, she is also uh, has activities around nuclear weapons, nuclear energy, climate change, and disruptive technologies. Yeah, that's Janelle. She's a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> Stav, Abby, and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Sometimes I do uh, see the DMs, so you can send it there, but I do prefer if you send an email. Dear Abby at b105.com.au because I put that in the VIP. You know? You oh, yeah. do that for your piece so the actual email comes through because right. a lot of emails I don't read. This one is interesting. I don't know how I'd feel about it if my dad said this to me. She said, uh, Dear Abby, do I give my blessing for my dad to have another child? Or do I explain how wrong it is? My dad is 69 years of age and his girlfriend is 35 and wants a baby. I'm in my 40s and my brothers are even older than me. My dad is a young 69 and his girlfriend is a more mature 35. I'm saying that because they have the same sort of interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the same sort of interest. But it is crazy to think that I'm this age and I'll have a half-brother or half-sister. My dad has broken up with her a few times telling her that he's too old and she needs to go out and live her life and find someone younger. But every time I go around to their house, she is there and they're back together. She is an extremely successful uh, business owner and my dad is the same. So I just want to make that clear that it's not a gold digging sort of issue. Uh, but he said, she said that she really loves him, like really, really loves him and is at an age where she wants a baby. I mean, my dad won't be around as much to see the baby grow up, but then nothing is a given. Mm. And to be honest, he would be with the child more than he was when we were growing up. It's not to say that he wasn't a wonderful father, but he was always at work. So he would be more present now. Then again, as I say, life is no not a given because my husband lost his dad when he was only 10. My question is, has anyone got a massive age gap with their sibling and has it worked with their parent having a child when they're older. Mm. Mm. I mean, it, even if you give a blessing, it doesn't make a difference. Uh, no. Do you know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah. they still can do their own thing. But yeah. it sounds like the dad is quite, re- like, he's responsible. Mm. Like, he keeps saying, no, 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 go and meet someone. Mm. But then, uh, even if there is, it's not really given that you go and meet someone else. No. You know? And if you li- love them and you're like, I get it, like, he, she's aware of the age gap. Mm. And old fellas might be her thing. She might just go and find yeah. another old bloke. Mm. You yeah. know, if that's what she's into. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see a problem with it. I mean, that would be strange once, but that's going to take a few years when the kid's actually old enough to... Well, you wouldn't treat it like a sibling, would you? <sighs> no. 
half sibling. It would feel like you're the auntie. Yeah. Mm. Mm. She worried about the uh, split up of the old estate mm-hmm. when dad. Well, you, I, you have to, don't you? Mm. Mm. You'd have to consider. But then again, you wouldn't care because it would be your sibling. So you'd love it. Yeah, but that's not a given. That's yeah. <laughs> not at all. But no. you would. And old Miss 35-year-old might just be lining her pockets. Well, but then she said that she's, she's, not, she's not. really successful. Yeah. So you might get lining the pockets from your stepmom that will be younger than you. You've only just worked that out? Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Stepmom, go to your room. I'm older. <laughs> it's your dad's room. He's in there, and I can't tell you what we're going to get up to. <laughs> okay, stay out. I'm leaving. <laughs> it's your point. You the baby. I'm taking my sister with me. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, I, it would feel weird. I mean, it happens. Mm. People are, there was people, uh, who's that guy, celebrity who was having kid at like, 85 or something oh, as an actor. Yeah, Robert recently. De Niro. But that didn't work out well for him, didn't it? Mm. Haven't they split up I now? I believe so. Mm. Yeah. De Niro and Pacino at the same time. That's what I was and, thinking of. Pacino. And everyone keeps thinking that she did it for money, but she's not. She's super rich. Right, mm. okay. So she just, I don't know, she loves him. Mm-hmm. But she was super young, wasn't she? She was mm. like in her t- 20s. But all the previous people that she's dated were quite older oh, as well. Yeah. Right. So yeah, maybe a thing where it's older. Older is her thing. Does it work? 13, 10, 60. Uh, this lady is listening this morning. Imagine if you've got a babysit. Uh, yeah, sibling. Your half-brother. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which you could. Well, she 100% would. Yeah. Would have to. Well, not really. I mean, the dad's home. Well, that's true. Yeah, but he's got a young wife who wants to get out and about and experience things. That'd be exhausting. Yeah, that's what I hear here. Yeah. <laughs> What? Yeah. But it seems good in theory, <laughs> but then you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course start you that all over that. again. Yeah. Uh, you have to learn to take selfies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to learn about Minecraft and Roblox. <laughs> no, nah, by the time that kid grew up, there'll be holograms and VR. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jacinta, what do you reckon? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. That's good. Hey, look, I've got, um, my dad is 53. I'm 29. My stepmom is 42. Mm-hmm. And my half-brother is five. Five. So we've got, yeah, we've got a big gap between us, but mm. I wouldn't change it for the world. I love him just as much as I love my older siblings. Mm. All my older siblings are adults. Um, so if he wants to have a kid, go for it. Honestly, let him be, you know, be a father again. Does your stepmom, does she feel more like a sister? Yeah, so we have had that discussion in previous years that she does not treat me as a daughter in any shape. Uh, yeah. Way, shape, or form, because yeah. obviously we're 12 years difference in age. Mm-hmm. But we accept that. So we're pretty much just really close friends in our books. But obviously, I still classify her as a stepmom. She's mm-hmm. been part of the family for 10 years now. So, And what do you think about the happens. people that always go, oh, no, you can't have another kid. You're too old. Like, has it worked out well for your, your dad? It's worked out perfectly fine for dad. He, I believe he understands that, you know, as he gets older, People are obviously going to look at him a little bit differently because he's an older man with a very young son mm. or they might look at him like he's a grandfather, but it doesn't faze him whatsoever. He mm. knows that he won't be a part of my brother's life forever like he has with us, and that's just how it is. He, you know, went ahead with it. So, cause um, what, what did you say? Your dad's 50? 53. He's 53. Yeah, yeah, see, this guy's 69, mm. so I think yeah. that might Is be... that your draw card? What's your... No, no, no. Just, yeah. Like, there's 20 years difference mm. there, you know? Mm. So yeah. th- I think that, like, and I agree with you, Jacinta, people should do whatever makes them happy, yeah. but I think that extra, or that extra 20 years mm. could be a bit of a difference. Mm. You never hear of it the other way around, do you, the women doing this? No. Nah. 
They're smart enough not to. Yeah. Hey, don't bring life into this. It's just so. so unfair, isn't it? Mother Nature <laughs> yeah. puts a time limit on it. But it, does it make it easier that they've got a lot of money? Like, I yeah. know that sounds oh. really cruel to say, but I do think it makes a difference when you're not around to be able to support them. And I guess that's so vital, but financially you're still going to be able to. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Let's see what Samantha from Browns Plains thinks. Um, so I've actually got a 20, exactly 20 year age gap between me and my younger brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and it works out great because I've got a two year old son. So there's a five year age gap between them and they get along so well. I can just drop them off to poppies and they'll play together and have lots of fun, which is good. Yeah, right. And what about the, how, how old is your dad, I guess? Um, so he's 53, 54 now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And, um, he- and then my stepmom's early forties. Right. Okay. Yep. And I guess, so when they get, oh, hang on, because what's the relationship between the two kids there? I can't work that out. Um, well, half, well, no. Oh, yeah, hang on. Because <laughs> that's your half-brother, half but half that would brother, make yeah. your kid... His uncle. uncle. His uncle, yeah. yeah. Will, will you tell him that when he's old enough? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. At yeah. the moment, they're just quite happy yeah. playing together. We just kind of call them cousins sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. When he's old enough, he's going to want that card because he can just put, hey, I am your uncle. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're not yeah. going out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Carla, uh, what's your story? Hi, Carla. Hey. Hey, hey how are you? Good. Um, my husband uh, were, is 47. His mm-hmm. youngest sister is 11. Right. Uh, his dad had her at 63 uh-huh. um, during his third marriage. So his uh, stepmom is a year younger than his older brother. Uh-huh. Um, yep. And his youngest sister is two and a half months younger than our youngest child and we've got 13 years so our oldest child is 24 um so their auntie is much much younger than they are that's wow. crazy isn't it i didn't understand and how has he got no no no. you have to do that you have to do the family training yeah. so how is your dad going i guess because he is tired <laughs> how has he felt um, being an older dad um, really good. Like it's probably hard for his three older ones to watch him. He was very much about wealth creation. Yes. So he went from one job to the next, to the next. He wasn't mm-hmm. a present dad. He wasn't necessarily a great dad. Mm. Um, now he, he is dad. He does everything. He makes yeah. her lunches. He takes her to school. He does mm-hmm. her hair. He picks her up. He takes her to dance. Um, it's given him that opportunity, I guess, that he totally missed to, to be dad, mm. um, which is, it's really beautiful to watch. Um, probably hard for his yeah. children, yeah. Um, but it is it is really nice to see him in that role. Mm. But at least he's learnt from that. You well, know? it's really like what they're doing is they're kind of like grandparents. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they have that time, and you're right. Like they have learnt, I guess, of what they don't want to be, what they were for the first time or, around, or have the ability. I mean, he might yeah. not have been able. He had to work to put his family yeah. know, roof well, over their head. There has been a lot of positives. Well, that lady listening, let Dad chuck a leg over. Thumbs up from everybody. Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. Brisbane, these are your confessions. Cash confessions. We pay you for your wildest confessions. Brisbane, these are your confessions. If you've got a confession, we would love to hear it and we pay cash for it. We always say the juicier the confessions and you know which ones are juicy. Oh, we got a juicy one yesterday. Yeah, what was that? It was a lady who uh, had a child. Yes. Uh, but the way that she had the child was a bit embarrassing. So she uh, told her child that um, the dad just didn't want to see her. She paid her own child support. 
up until the point that she couldn't keep doing that. So then she told the child that her dad had passed away. What? I don't... So she had an she affair. she explained it better? She had an affair <laughs> yeah. and fell pregnant. Yeah. And she was pretending that the dad was paying child support. So she Got was it. transferring okay. money from one account into another. So Why? Because the... the kid was checking as a baby? Well, that's yeah. what sounded yeah, random. Okay. But I think it was to make the kid feel like she was loved yes, by the man. okay. Mm. Couldn't afford it. And then so ended up saying she died. Uh, mm. But that means that the dad's still out there. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got some fresh ones yeah. to roll out this morning. Let's see. 3837 1234 is the number. You can call that. Let's see what we got. My husband doesn't know that I had a boyfriend when we first met. I was going through the process of working out how to break up with the guy and was supposed to have a quick fling to make myself feel better, but instead we ended up really connecting. And here we are, eight years later, married. House kids the what? Mm. Would you want to know? No. No. And, and really, take it as a compliment because it's yeah. like, well, you were the better one. Yeah, I wouldn't care. Mm. Mm. I think if you held it that long, though, and then said it, it would be hurtful. Mm, I'd be more like, why'd you hold on to that for so long? You could have just told me. My mum was engaged to two people at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Love jewellery. Tramp. Huh? <laughs> Love jewellery. jewellery. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. There was more. I think there was more to the story. But then she's like, "But your dad was better looking." I was like, "Oh God!" Is that why you don't look like your brother? <laughs> <laughs> so hang on. So how long had she been engaged to the first bloke? She was living living over in London. Asked Dad, she talks about London all the time. The best years of her life. I'm like, "That's great." Did you do anything after you were 20 that you enjoyed? But anyway, so she was living in London, and then uh, she got engaged to someone over there. But you remember, like to move over, you had to be sponsored. Yeah. So, yep. So. So um, it was a bit of a process for him to come over and live with her mm-hmm. and he, her parents had to sponsor him. Um, and in that time, she then met my dad and ha- was dating my dad. So by the time that he came over, she was like, oh, So she waited till he got here to tell him that they were no longer engaged. Yeah, I think he still wanted to come. It worked out well for him. He uh, multi-millionaire, brought this big company. Oh, over. she backed the wrong horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So. There you go. She keep the ring? That's a great question. I haven't asked. She'll be listening now. Flick her a text. Mm. She'll text uh, you and you know what she'll be like. Don't tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Uh, here's another one that came through. I've got a pretty nasty confession. My fiancé's sister is vegan. And she comes around for dinner three nights a week. So what I do is I use real meat and my next door neighbor is a chef and they get a lot of vegan stuff into their restaurant. So what I do is he brings me home the packets and every time she comes over, I tell her this is what I'm cooking for dinner. And it's been happening for about a year now. And she doesn't know that she's actually eating real meat, but... I haven't told her, and my fiance doesn't even know. I mean, that's that's wrong. That's wrong. Imagine if she goes, "Oh my god, you're the best chef ever." Yeah, you've given her the taste of it. Yeah, that's you can't do that. <laughs> it seems like more effort than just to cook a veggie patty. Yeah, I guess so. Imagine her, she'd be like, I feel so energetic and full of life. <laughs> and all the other vegans going, what's what? wrong with her? <laughs> three, eight, three, seven, one, two, three, four. That's the Cash Confession Hotline. Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. Back, 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 back to the cool.
Public schools went back to uh, school yesterday. I know a lot of Catholic schools go back, and some of them don't even go back to Wednesday. Uh. So there's a lot of schools that are Wednesday Catholic- and then Friday off. What's the point? I know. Oh, no, there'd be a point. Would you rather two days or no days of kids at school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good point. Because a lot of the Catholic schools will allow for like year fives to go, year sevens to go, oh, year twelves to go, yeah. and then you know get them all settled and then wait for the others. But yeah, it does feel like two days, and then oh, you're mm. off. Maybe we should learn that for next year. Uh, but it was Koa's first day of school, and you know, you just I get a little bit different because it was my last one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I think I made more of a deal of it because I, you know, took the day off to go with him. And well, I wanted to favour it. Well, yeah, exactly. And you're just waiting for him to come out and just make sure everything's okay. And he loved it. And I, I did ask him how it went. It was my bad because I did ask the typical, how did it go? And his response was the typical answer. So how was your first day of school? Good. And did you like your lunch? Yes. If you had to give your lunch a rating out of 10, what would have you given it? 10. 10? But you didn't eat it all, so that's weird. Okay. Uh, and who's your friend that you play with? Cooper. And do you have anyone else that you know their names of? No. <laughs> so I said to him, like, so Cooper, and he knows Cooper from kindy. And I said, that's great. And um, I was saying to him, like, did you meet anyone else? He goes, no, nah, I said to Cooper that we don't know their names, so they're strangers, so let's not talk to them. And I was like, clever. you're wearing name tags. Oh. Like, get to know someone. He goes, uh, I can't read. That's why I'm at school. <laughs> and I thought, that's a really good point. Mm. You're just putting name tags. I was like, that's not for the kids. No, that's for the that's teachers. For the teacher. 100%. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but, right. No so, worries. So he's already declared that they're not going to. I'm like, no, get to know other kids. Uh, he goes, nah, they're strangers. I'm like, <laughs> everyone's a stranger. stranger. It's just a friend mm. you haven't met yet. Yes. Mm-hmm. I did try that once, Dad. He just looked at me blankly. Name tags should never end, by the way. Oh, yeah, we, we want name tags. Here we, go we should do that throughout our entire life. <laughs> Stav, Abby. No, I remember your names. Yeah. Mm. It's just the other 200 people who work here, which There's I struggle with. There's not even 200, with. I don't think. There they have offered. They've said, like, if you want to wear a name tag. But I don't think name tags are appropriate anyway, because I think you can glance down and see it. And it's just that real obvious one. You've got to wait for them to look away before you look at the name tag. Uh, but it's okay. You just, we accept that. You know they have name tags on their desks. Here, everyone. Yeah, but we move desks every 12 months, and what if you're not sitting at the right desk? I just think... You describe, who, who do you want us to know, and we'll tell you their names. Ooh. Is it in sales? No, I'm not I'm not physically describing anyone. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> I want name tags, not a HR well, issue. Yeah, there's another thing you want to do with the name tags as well, where if it's the wrong name, you just have to live by that name? Correct. Right. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. whatever name tag you've got on, you just accept it. <laughs> well, so, you used to do that when you worked as a waitress or a shopping centre. Yeah. Like, you have to have a name, so you just yeah. grab someone else's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does he like his teacher? Yeah, he loves his teacher. And I love the teacher because it's the same teacher um, that we've had for uh, all the boys. So she knows. For prep. Well, she's, she's prepared. All three. Yeah. all three. Prepared for you or prepared for Koa? Both. <laughs> Actually, both, both. Because I realise that every year they give a lot of photos and they're like, yeah. can you bring in a USB and we'll get all the photos. And I still haven't got them for the other kids, so I'm still hoping that maybe she'll still have them on file. Can you? She was looking more forward to my mum coming up than me. She was like, and when's your mum coming up? And I'm like, yeah, I'm here though. But, you know. And she, they, yeah, they just know everything about their lives, so mum and her always chat. chat. She's oh, honestly, she's so amazing to be able to do prep for that many years. Yeah. Mm. Because there was one of the kids that came in from Osh, you know, before and after yep. school care, uh-huh. and um, uh, he came in. He was like six foot three, like huge. And she was like, "I don't know you. You're new. This is after school to pick up the kids and take them there." Mm. And he's like, "No, not really. You had me in prep." Wow. <laughs> and she's like, oh, "Don't say that." Wow. <laughs> the foot, like she's now teaching her. Uh, it, oh yeah. 
So he was there to pick up and now he's working at the Osh. Wow. I was like, oh my God. I wonder but, if the children, like whether when teachers do that, mm. do the kids of their ex-students, are they, whether they're very much the same, whether mm. they can tell. Yeah. You well, I think, I think she'll be able to tell that Koa's got older brothers that she taught. Yeah. 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 I think it's better because they kind of know it. You know, yeah, they're like, they're mm-hmm, prepared. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Better the devil you know, isn't that the, yeah, that's the old the saying? saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, Finney actually came to drop off Koa. So she got to see him. She's yeah, like, right. oh, hello. Yeah. Look at you. Finney's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. So <laughs> handsome. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. Ah, oh, g'day. It's Trady Chat Tuesday. Well, he loves a chat. Likes dogs, not cats. Like watching the Aussies bat. He's skinny, not fat. It's time to head to Abby's house and Scotty too hotty for Trady Chat Tuesday. Oi, <laughs> morning, Stavalish. Morning, Scotty too hotty. Um, yeah, like the not bit, even though the kids call me fat. Oh, they do, yeah, yeah. He do. Although our, um, me, eh? we went over yeah. to our friend's house on the weekend, who's a doctor, mm. um, and then my son left his hat there. So uh, Dr. Phil had to drop it off last night, mm. bless his heart. And Scotty was like, oh, I've got to go and put a top on. And I reckon he put a top on because he didn't want to see <laughs> Phil to see him without a top on and be like, mate, you need to come in for a little bit of a health check. You need to lay off the pies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do that, doctors. They love telling. Even well, if, they're supposed even to be there for health. health. I've had fat doctors tell me I'm fat before. Well, that's what they say. They say, you know, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same as when you see at the front of a uh, hospital and there's a nurse punching a dart. Yeah. You yeah. know? I yeah. mean, they're, all, they're allowed to. Well, we, kinda... Scotty and I aren't drinking either, so we took over non-alcoholic yeah. wine, and oh, you should have yeah. seen Phil's face. And he goes, no, nah, I'm not drinking this. And we're like, he I turned thought... his nose up to that. That yeah. should have been terrible. Oh, I like, like this, doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so come in for a mental health assessment on Monday. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, buddy, every Tuesday we get you on the show. You bring the biggest topic. And I understand today you have an idea that you would like to pitch. Yeah, I'm pitching the idea. I was supposed to try and pitch it last week. But, um, you know, we got a bit carried away there. Mm. But um, I'm thinking, you know, I'll throw it out to the listeners um, you know, I'm struggling each week to try and come up with something, even though it's one topic a week. Yep. Unless something funny happens to me during the week or my lovely wife and me. But, um, you know, like if the listeners have anything they want to, you know, ask me in the building game or, you know, any questions or... Oh, I've got a question. Know. Oh, God. <clears throat> Why can't you do the last 10% of a job? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hmm? And the other phone's calling. I'll just be back in a minute. <laughs> You're so exhausted from doing the first 90%, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the last 10% is probably the, probably the most carpenters, builders or whatever. It's bloody nightmare, really. You're right. It is. Yeah. I don't know. It is. It's all the fiddly stuff, isn't it? Yeah, but it's I just the, find that clients get theirs done. Just yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Is this in there, all aspects there's... of your life or just in the... <laughs> no, he's pretty good at that, to be <laughs> okay, honest. Right, right, Maybe right. he's just focusing all on that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that he's not painting all the stairs and stuff that he said that he would do. Yeah, I've got to get around that. Yeah, yep. There's a big list of on the house still to be done. Yes. But when you get home, you just want to hang out with your lovely kids and wife, you know? They're just beautiful. You love hanging around them. You don't have time to, you know, down the tools and... Scotty Scotty loves having kids because then he just gets to do all the stuff that he wants to do. So I came home at like 7pm last night and he was still in the pool going, Yeah, it was beautiful. You know what? The kids are probably like, we've got to go out, school tomorrow. And he's like, no, don't do it. Dad, it's dinner time. (laughs) Get out. Well, it's fair to say this idea backfired on you, Scotty. No, Um, it is good. Do you have any building questions? Stuff? No. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, you're off to a good start here. <laughs> Maybe I think the way we could use you, Scott, is not just for people to ring up and ask, like, they're boring, could, can I do a deck, whatever, etc. Maybe it could be a good way to get the honest answer. Because, you know, uh. sometimes, you know, a wife would be like, I would like to do this, and the husband goes, no, nah, that physically is impossible. It can't be done. Mm. So they could use you... As the way to go, Ooh, I've spoken to Scotty. Yeah, and it 100% and it can, can be, be done. done. Can we just do a disclaimer? Done. Can we do a disclaimer on, after this? Yeah, hang on, I'm going to yeah. be... Yeah. yeah, I don't want him to be sued because I do all his paperwork. So let's just put a disclaimer <laughs> at the back of it, okay? Yeah. And what's yeah. the disclaimer? No, I just don't want husbands coming hunting. Yeah. 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 yeah, you know what I said? You said it could be done, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You come and do it. No, he'll be all up. I could do it, but it's a lot of effort, so nah. <laughs> is, is that the disclaimer? <laughs> have you lied to Abby about things, yes. Scott? Like, have you said no? It like yep. can't be done, or it's illegal to do it that way? <laughs> oh, yeah, I might. Yeah, yeah. might have done one or He's, two things. So the VJ know? boards onto our veranda. You know how you sort of come out of the car and it's covered. Yeah. And I said, I want VJ boards. He goes, it can't be done. I mean, it physically can't be done. The, I know the, that the, it can. The lining, the no, ceiling no, lines. Yeah. What he was saying is, I've already done it, and it means I'd have to take down some bit and no, then start what again. It meant was just a lot more work involved, yeah. and I've already finished it. So why am I going back and hitting it again? Why yes. would he go and do ninety-five percent? Right? We've got the VJ boards up, and they look lovely. So yeah, yeah. yeah. good decision there, Scotty. Again, I think it's fair yeah. to say this segment has backfired on you, Scotty. Oh, no, it's backfired yeah. on you. No, 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 if anyone's Maybe got any questions. All questions. right, sorry, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Scotty, do you love when someone goes, I saw this on Instagram? Mm. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, Matt. Yeah, can we get it done? Yeah, well, yeah, look, you can sort of do anything, but yeah. it's um, time and money and, you know, cost. You know? Yeah. yeah. A lot of yeah, builders really are saying them. that everyone wants a million-dollar build, but on a, you know, a $300,000 yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, well, sort that out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know how many customers you would have if you could deliver that? Yeah. Oh, you could do that, yes. You would have a lot of customers. Uh, Scotty, what we'll do is we'll get people to send us the messages via Facebook or Instagram. If you want to ask Scotty yep. anything, um, you know what? Let's not just limit it to building. No, Maybe anything. you've got life advice. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's good life. I can give great life advice. You just ask my wife. <laughs> yeah. Can you? <laughs> yeah, anyway, I'm going to jump on board. i got heaps of oh, questions. Oh, yeah. This is gonna be <laughs> uh, good on you, buddy. Nice to chat this morning. All right, guys. Enjoy your day. See Love you. you Bye. Love you too. Bye. Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. Alpha Bucks tomorrow, guys. It'll be the 24th of January. Ten grand's up for grabs at 8 a.m. when we're live on air. Your letter is H for Harry, and some of your answers are Hash Brown, Hugh Jackman, and Hawaii. Nice. That's for Alpha Bucks tomorrow. See you. Bye. Bye. Stab, Abby, and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show.